Welcome to School Nutrition Dietitian. I'm your host, Dahlia Kinsey. I work with programs all over the country as a registered dietitian and school nutrition specialist to save operations time and money on everything from employee training, social media marketing, and wellness programs. Every week, I bring you tips, tricks, and inspiration from fellow professionals in school nutrition and related fields. This week, we have Amanda Venezia and Marlon Gordon on the show from First Taste TV. You might already be familiar with them from one of their many other projects, but Amanda and Marlon have a new brainchild that is going to revolutionize the way school nutrition professionals become aware of new products and services from manufacturers. So I'm so excited to have this conversation. The two of them are so fun. Let's go ahead and jump right in. School nutrition dietitian here on a mission to show you fruits and vegetables can be super delicious. Eating healthy keeps you healthy on the inside. Keep your stomach satisfied and keep a clear mind. Now you're ready for your academics. Focus time to handle business. Breakfast you don't want to miss it help your body to replenish clean food clear mind that is the vision tune in to the school nutrition dietitian excited about your new project. I was just saying, it seems like there's a lot more content being generated. Maybe it's also the fact that the young professionals are getting to a place where they really feel like it's time to start using their other talents with technology and generating content to help make the field better and communicate all the wisdom that we have and all the cool new products that are out there that some of us don't know about. Maybe that's why there's been this sudden surge. So Amanda, you were already vlogging before this. Before you had Live From My Desk, were there any other projects that you had that involved generating content online? So I think when Stephanie Dev and I started Live From My Desk, two years ago now, we really started because she and I were having conversations all the time about school nutrition. And we were so excited about at that point, leaving ANC in Las Vegas. And we said, we really want to keep this conversation going year round. And she and I were already having those conversations. We said, let's just invite everyone into those. So the technology that we were using, utilizing Facebook Live, it has come so far nowadays. And I think it's so much easier. Before, there were so many tiny technicalities that you had to deal with and kind of master. And there was a lot of learning on the job, a lot of tiny failures, which then became incredibly successful because we were the only ones that were doing it at the time. And I really think we paved the way for all of these incredible people who have come on to share their thoughts in the landscape that it is today. But Mr. Gordon and I are so excited to, I I keep saying that First Taste TV is live from my desk 2.0. It's the next generation. It is the next wave of what that started out as. Uh, It's going to be professional and it's, it's blowing my mind what he and I have accomplished and fast-tracked within the COVID landscape. And we think it is going to be entertaining and educational and really going to fill some of the void that's 
left in the industry as we enter this post-COVID world. Right. And that is something I definitely want to hear more about, how you realized there was a gap in the market for this. But it sounded like this is next level, like this is going to be produced. This is very different from just generating content online using platforms that maybe some of the rest of us are using. So can you give us a little bit of an idea, Marlon, with your experience in IT, did that play a role in how you wanted this to look, what your vision for the show was? Yeah, that definitely played played a huge role for me. I, I like to nitpick as a man, I could probably tell you I want perfection. <laughs> so I'm not a fan of doing things live, like Facebook live events and like webinars and that sort of thing, because I want... I don't want to deal with any sort of audio issues. I don't want to deal with any sort of video lag. I want high definition. Like I want it to be perfect. And I think with the platform that that we are creating, I think going with something using post-production rather than a live event is really going to help us stand apart from everybody else because there's a, a lot, a lot of effort getting put into what we're doing to make it look like something that you would see on TV essentially. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's exciting. And I know that everybody, because we're in an era where you can tailor everything to your own preferences and interests, people love content that's specifically for something that's kind of niche. So even though school nutrition is a huge community in the overall scheme of things, like we're pretty small community. So we're going to be really hyped about having our own TV show. Well, one of the cool things about our industry is that it's so relational and like we're going to be building relationships on screen that are going to translate to people, translate to viewers, no matter if they're on their iPad, iPhone, computer, Android tablet, doesn't matter what they're using, but we'll be able to build, build relationships with each other through that and through our chat features, which we're super excited about. What was your original vision? Like, how long has this really been in the making? It seems like one of those things that maybe it crystallized recently, but Mm -hmm. it's been coming for a while for both of you because you have years of experience in and around school nutrition. How long do you think you, Marlon, have had a desire to create something that would involve this large of an audience? So I can't take credit for having this particular vision, but I've always been into doing videos and this crazy, funny, entertaining talk show. Like from when I, from when I was at Pasco County, like eight years ago, we used to do a similar type of video for our manager meetings. We actually did a, it was a knockoff of the Kelly and Michael show. And so, so my co-host was Kelly, was Kelly Ripa and I was Michael Strahan. So I've always done fun stuff like this, but this was actually Amanda's idea. And when she had it, she knew that I'm equally as crazy as she is. And so she called me and then our crazy became exponentially crazy. And I'll let, I'll let her tell you how she had the idea because it was, it was all her. <laughs> well, yeah. Where did this vision come from? So this project, as you, you hear a lot of origin stories and you can hear kind of how things change and as they come to market. But uh, this, uh, orig- the original idea for this was actually a little bit different and with a different partner. And... We had been working on it for about a year and a half and we had great traction pre-COVID. We were, we were finally aligned with a national partner that was working on funding our project. And then in the post-COVID kind of, COVID kind of hit and it, it changed shape. It changed shape and it was the original piece of kind of that project, but this was a totally different idea. So I'm not going to tell you what that was because that project is just on hold and not dead in the water and features one of my favorite people in school nutrition. So I can't give you 
Talia, but you're asking for a lot of info right now, okay? <laughs> so I'm not, I can't tell you everything, but I will say that, that this with Marlon was how, how do we connect in this post-COVID world? How do we find out what's new and exciting from manufacturers? How do we get our continuing education credits? How do we connect with each other in a way that is interactive and engaging and fun? How do we fill the void, uh, that, that FOMO, from we are so programmed to be getting new ideas uh, over the summer and that fueling the creative process as we go into the new year. So I, I have great relationships with manufacturers. I, I've sat on a lot of think tanks, created a lot of incredible relationships. And so this is, this is what Marlon and I have to tell the story. So Marlon and I first met, when Marlon and I first met, we were both in awe of each other and we had known each other from social media and we didn't want to be like, oh my gosh, like, it's so great to meet you in person. So come to find out like three months later, I said to him, I was like, Marlon, like, I was so psyched to meet you, but I was trying to play it cool. And he was like, oh my gosh, me too. So what happened was that I was doing a lot of keynote speeches uh, across the country. It's like one of my favorite things to do is to talk to people and share my passion for this incredible industry that we are privileged to serve. And Marlon was then rolling out his Next Gen Innovators, which is uh, an incredible new company that does that has so many spokes to the wheel. Well, I said, hey, I want to add a spoke to your wheel. And I said, you need to schedule me for keynote speeches. I don't want to do any of that. I just want to show up and talk. <laughs> so he scheduled me for a, a keynote speech. And it was very challenging. There was, it was very unique in the experience. And at the end of the day, we both looked at each other and said, this was so unbelievably successful due to the fact that uh, we leaned on each other in the most incredible and unique way. And we knew that this was a partnership that was just going to blossom and has turned into what First Taste TV is today. It is a 2.30 in the morning text message. <laughs> it is. I get up with my kids at like 6 a.m. He sleeps till about 8, so that's when he gets back to me. But but we both get up at like 2 o'clock in the morning. We're like kind of awake. I mean, it's it's become uh, such an incredible partnership of uh, that he and I have had. I'm going to cry. No, I'm not. So... <laughs> Wait, how long have you two known each other? Because you seem like siblings. <laughs> Don't we? Don't we? I Absolutely. I thought this was like a 10-year, maybe like grew up in the same area or something. If someone no. told me y'all were cousins, I'd believe it. Like, you look like you could be cousins. Like, yes. believe it or not, Amanda and I, we haven't even known each other for a full year. It hasn't been a full That's year That's crazy. Yet? I don't think so. I well, I spend more time with him talking on the phone with him than probably any other single person <laughs> other than probably my supervisor. But it's it's wonderful. And you know, Dahlia, when you're in a room with someone and you feel that connection and their energy matches yours and mm -hmm. our, I think that Marlon's energy complements mine just as much as it matches mine. And yeah. Yeah, as as much oh. as much as you see us bickering and teasing each other and that sort of thing 
it's all out of love and we we are consistently pushing each other every single day i know i wouldn't be the person that i am right now if i didn't have amanda supporting me and encouraging me and i i, I would imagine she feels the same way she may not admit it but I'm pretty sure she feels the same way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. And I think that is something that seems to be unique to school nutrition. You see all these beautiful friendships forming between yeah. people who maybe wouldn't have had a chance. Like your paths may not have crossed otherwise from someone who has all this experience working on the front lines and being in and on the industry side versus being in the kitchen maybe you wouldn't typically get to meet, but in school nutrition, really the relationships just form all over the place. And then bodies of work can come out of those connections. How are you managing time management? A lot of people are struggling right now (laughs) with COVID and working at home and then maybe having twice as much work to do in the office if you still have to go into the office. And I see you both have kids at home. So you're like, you see me just push my child out of the frame. (laughs) I put myself on mute and I was like, go away from me, sweetie. I'm working. (laughs) Go away. (laughs) Marlon's in the car because his kids are in the house making noise with family. So how, how do you manage being a CEO and starting a new project and being a father? Well, I have to give a shout out to my amazing wife, Ashley. I could not do anything that I'm doing right now if it wasn't for her. She is a rock star when it comes to, when it comes to taking care of the kids and everything else. She even delivers me coffee, as Amanda would probably tell you. Like I'll, I'll oh, be working all day long in the office, and she'll show up with the coffee, and I'll look over to my right, and Amanda's like, oh, is Ashley bringing you a coffee again? <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes, she is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, like gourmet, like she's got the heart on the top of the phone. That's oh, that type of love that's happening over in the gourmet household. She's a real deal. She's oh, a real deal. That's awesome. But, um... I use my whiteboard a lot, which I'm just now starting to do. I used to always tease Amanda for always writing things down and not like taking those digitally. But I have a whiteboard and I have like six different sections for like the six different parts of my business. I just have task lists. I just prioritize. I knock them all off daily. And Amanda just seems to add more stuff to my list every single day. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And for you, Amanda, how do you do it? Being the person who makes the decisions in your district, how have you been juggling everything? And then you volunteer a lot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Is it okay to say I drink a lot of wine? <laughs> I mean, hashtag reality. No, I think that it's just super important to prioritize. When I'm at work for London Dairy, I'm at work for London Dairy and I prioritize London Dairy 100%. And when I'm not there, I have the opportunity to do other things. I've always been passionate and driven to do things outside of my normal job. I'm that kid. I, I've had a job since I was 14, went to school from 6.45 in the morning in college till 10 o'clock and then went to work from 11 to 6. I was uh, blessed with a really, I'm going to say blessed with some great work ethic, but my parents just always taught me to really take 100% of effort and time. And my children are amazing. My husband is pretty awesome too. He is very good at homeschooling and he's very good at telling me how he wants my child to be homeschooled when I'm home. (laughs) Uh, But I think it's just a juggling act. It's prioritizing. But when you're doing something you love, like First Taste TV, it's not hard and it's not a job. And Hey, guess what? I was up with my kids at 6 a.m. whether I was working on First Taste TV or not. So while they're watching DuckTales, 
I'm putting oh, the on I didn't even know that was still a thing. Oh my gosh. There's a new on series. Oh, I didn't know that. You can yeah, yeah, watch all the movie. Disney afternoons on Disney Plus. Oh, Tailspin, Ducktails, <laughs> everything. Gargoyles is Marlon's Darkling Duck. Oh, yeah. oh wow. <laughs> okay. That's kind of exciting. That's a reason to have that. <laughs> Oh yeah, channel in itself. So when it comes to First Taste TV, what are you hoping your viewers will get out of it? And who is your target viewer? Is it the person who works on the front lines, the decision maker in the school nutrition department, somebody in industry who should be watching? That's a great question. So our target viewer right now is going to be everybody from inside the kitchen up to the business manager. We want to make sure that there's something for everybody there um, all the way across the country. Because he just ca- started calling people, be like, we have this great idea. So we're we're looking at, at at putting out something that's educational, that's engaging, that's entertaining for everybody. Okay. So some of our, our so we've been on creative calls. So it's really easy to be sitting alone in your kitchen and think, Eureka, I have this idea, and then to call your buddy and he says, this is a great idea. Now I should have made Marlon sign an NDA, and and that's actually the road that we went. We oh, this is exclusive. This is exclusive news. We actually uh, reached out to people that we knew in industry, and we said, hey, we have this idea. Sign this NDA. What are your thoughts? And when we were having those uh, initial calls on the line with these super intelligent people in industry, and I don't think we in school nutrition realize the resource that these manufacturers are because they're brilliant. But some of them said, hey, we want to use this content to target, to train our brokers. Mm. Mind blown, right? We want to use this content to sell to distributors because when we as school nutrition with our buying group stock an item in their freezer, they need to educate their salespeople to actually sell across the industry. So there are applications for the products we're using in healthcare, collegiate, and even in corporate dining. So why aren't our products that are national school lunch program and nutritionally approved being utilized more across those different platforms to generate more need for the business to decrease prices. I mean, it's totally, it's, it's absolutely the way we need to go to be sustainable within this business, I believe. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I love the idea of using the resources that we have that are maybe underutilized just to benefit everyone. And it makes sense that other people may want products that are K-12 approved because they're low in sodium, because they don't have any trans fat. There's a lot of reasons why other people would want the same products as us. So when we're actually listening to the content, is there like a primary person you have in mind? How do you make that connection? How do you make your content feel like a conversation when it's meant for so many people? So as Amanda and I, acting as a third party, we have guests that come on our show, right? So these guests aren't just people, it's not just anybody. This isn't, this isn't a glorified commercial or anything like that. Like These are companies that we believe in, people that we trust, you know, their product works. When they come in as guests and we, like, we, we want to share them with the world and we're sharing them, like I said, with everyone from the kitchen to the business manager. And we, we, we want to be supportive as possible. Because there's so many districts out there that may not know 
of all the resources that exist. And we want to make sure that we're sharing those resources. That's excellent. I know that's going to be so useful for not just people who are new, but people who just don't have the time to get exposed mm-hmm. to all that's out there. And I know in some districts, people don't get a chance to go to conference, even yeah. when conference is actually happening, which it isn't mm-hmm. right now. So yeah, this is going to be awesome. Next Gen has so many different services. So these are products that you work with with your clients as well. So you get hands-on experience with it that way. Yeah, so NextGen does everything from professional development with, like, that's what Amanda, we do cafeteria designs, like food court concepts, marketing, web design. We do all sorts of different things. Because when I, so I come from a large school district, and when I left my district to go to industry, it was almost like culture shock because Mm. I'm so used to being in a district that has a director, an assistant director, and then you have an IT program manager, you have a nutrition program manager, you have a finance program manager, team development, all these different people with teams of like four or more below them. And I went to my, I remember it was my very first call I went to. It was in a trailer in the middle of nowhere in Tennessee. And it was a director and a bookkeeper. And I'm like, what, like, where is everybody? Like, what is going on here? Like, it was legit culture shock. And I realized that there's so many people out there that that want to be innovative, but they just don't have the bandwidth to do it. And I know that there's some things that I'm good at, but there are a lot of things that I am not an expert in, but I seem to have a lot of friends that are experts like Amanda. So I've kind of, Amanda likes to, <laughs> I assembled the Avengers and all we do is we go out and we serve. And First Taste TV oh, is a product it. of that. We saw a need and we're going to meet it. That's awesome. What would you say, Amanda, to people who maybe feel like they have something to share as well, but they start to see people putting out really beautiful finished products, which I'm sure once people see First Taste, someone's going to be intimidated. Maybe everyone. I don't know. What would you say to somebody who still feels like they have something to say and they want to share, but they don't have the resources or they don't have the vision yet to create something really polished? I would say just take courage and put yourself out there. I I say when I'm speaking at events, anyone could be on the stage talking about something that you do better than anyone else in this room. We all have something to contribute and it's just finding out what that is. And it doesn't matter how you put that out there, but it's, I'd say it's your responsibility to share that with the world. And we have so many incredible ways given technology for us to do things like that. There are groups that you can share with. There are, you can share with a a neighboring district, but it's essential that we in this business support each other and support our talents. So I come from one of those districts that Marlon's talking about where it's uh, just me. Okay. (laughs) So I do everything on my own. I do have a manager in each building, but I'm not trained in NSLP. I mean, I spent the majority of my week last week answering senior parents uh, to find out what they wanted to do with their balances. Uh, mm-hmm. Such a an, such an administrative piece, uh, but was necessary and, and is necessary within within the structure of my school district, but. I, I think we all have something important to say. And I, I say, this is the name of one of my sessions, uh, shout it from the rooftops. It, you have to advocate for yourself and you have to share 
that which you're meant to share. Uh, we only have one shot on this on this world and in this career. And what an incredible career it is where we serve our community in such a beautiful way. It's amazing to see the entire nation seeing us as essential. We've known that we're essential all along because we can see the face of that student that you mean the world to. And it's just, that's what it's all about, feeding hungry kids. Yes, in new, inventive, innovative, entertaining, engaging ways. But at the end of the day, that's what we do. I love that service is at the center of what both of you do and what your motivation is, is being of service to the people Mm -hmm. who are being of service to children. And I do think in this community, we are all family and everybody's excited to see what everyone is doing. So it doesn't matter if you express your gift in different ways. Everyone should feel free to be heard and also celebrate whenever somebody has a vision to do something because it's in service of all of us and of the kids that we serve. So it's really exciting. Yeah. It's all about the kids. I love it. Mm-hmm. My kid just <laughs> took Oreos out of the pantry. But what did they do? They stacked them. What was that? Some sort of in a bowl. You know, I mean. But why did they need you to be involved in that? No, you don't know exactly what, That's exactly what I told Marla before the call started. I said, "Yeah, I don't have kids because it looked like way too much work." And now that I see people actually going through it, it's even more work than I thought. And I do remember my mom saying, if you say my name one more time, I'm going to put you out. But you don't realize how much you're like, mom, 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 mom. It's it's constant. I cannot be the person that kid is talking to. And and the funny thing is, it's it's never dad, dad, dad. It's always mom. (laughs) Dad changed a lot less diapers. (laughs) That is definitely the truth. So thank you to both of you for making kids to keep this planet full of humans, keeping us populated because I wasn't trying to do it. And thank you so much for creating this show. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I know you don't want to give any spoilers. Amanda, you... (laughs) You run a tight shift. We can tell you how you can get spoilers and how you can have information. And that's registering as a viewer. We actually awarded our first prize to one of our first viewers. And that's by going to our website, firsttastetv.com. That's firsttastetv.com. And you can register as a viewer. We're doing raffles every week. And and we drop one or or I I allow one spoiler, I think, every week. (laughs) We're also announcing a new partner that's going to be featured on our show. And Marlon, tell them who the first partner is and what we're really excited about. So it was John Sills, Purdue Chicken. And they have this amazing new product that I cannot wait to taste on our show, First Taste TV. It's going to be an exclusive. So we're going to be the first people to announce it. And uh, we're super excited about it. I hope they bring lots and lots of samples. World (laughs) premiere. We're actually scheduling them specifically during lunchtime for production so we don't have to feed our crew. Oh, I love it. Clever. (laughs) (laughs) And then when does the first season officially start? So the first season is going to be starting toward the end of July. Okay. That's the point. So, so pending COVID, as long as everything is safe, people are able to travel and that sort of thing, we're going to air end of July. 
Awesome. So exciting. Well, I hope to have you guys back maybe in a year or so when you have like a full year of first taste under your belt. You better follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we have a TikTok. I I did not know you had a TikTok. What are you on TikTok? What is So we have a TikTok. um, And I would like to point out that the majority of the 2.30 a.m. text messages are <laughs> dance videos. Definitely dance videos. I, I was so sad, man, when your video went viral, which was so great. It was the oh. first time I had heard that song. I was like, on it, why couldn't TikTok have been more of a thing when that was out? Because that would have been so perfect. But maybe you need to just revisit it. It was great, by the way. Thank you. I you should, should have left my hair and put on makeup. <laughs> in the comments said just the way you sipped on the fake straw was just i don't know it was everything it was so hilarious it my nephew really he went to school and he was like my auntie's the milk carton <laughs> <laughs> so well done so well done i can't wait to see more dancing on tiktok i think it's gonna be just super exciting. Maybe you guys will be the first school nutrition people to really blow up on TikTok, and then we can get more people who are resisting a new platform on there. That would be great. Wow. I like a good challenge. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Okay, so we <laughs> visit the site and we register as viewers, and then we're all set. We won't miss any updates. You got it. Exactly. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, we'll follow you in all the places. Appreciate that. Thank you so much for for coming on. Oh, thank you. So I hope you're as excited as I am about First Taste TV. Go on and visit the website and register as a viewer so that you don't miss any of the giveaways and any of the exciting plans that they have for us this month. Just visit firsttastetv.com and you'll see on the left-hand side of the page where you can opt in as a food service professional. Thanks for joining me as always. If you have any topics that you'd like to contribute or comments, please reach out to me on social media. That's at School Nutrition RD on Facebook and on Instagram. Okay, everybody, be well, stay safe. We'll see you next week. <laughs>